0: you will find that at the heart of most of these things is something called haste. It is part of our fitrah to some extent to be in a rush. isti'jal that is blameworthy and haste. isti'jal that may be praiseworthy. That many of those illnesses and diseases and unexpected calamities that come our way is the direct product of a dua that we had once ignorantly made. Haste when wanting to make money, when wanting to see change at the level of the Ummah. Haste that Allah loves. I will rush to you, my Lord, so that you may be pleased. Not every objective in life the same effort. Don't delay for another moment. Rush to that person say, I am sorry here is your hack. Life is only getting shorter. (laughs) Dear brothers and sisters, perhaps all of us have been victim to what I'm about to discuss with you today. I for one know have certainly been a victim of it on numerous occasions. Until this day it is still a battle. And perhaps some of us are still paying the price for the consequences associated with what we're about to speak about today. Perhaps some of us are still backpedaling through the consequences of a statement that was made prematurely or a decision that was made prematurely. Something that was the product of isti'jal, haste. Something that was done in a hurry that was not given its due deliberation, thought, contemplation. And what makes this topic, dear brothers, dear sisters, even more important, is when we think of the core issue that is found in the middle of most things, and decisions that we later regret, we find it boils down to istijal, haste. Whether it is somebody who was stabbed, or somebody who was later killed, or drugs that were taken or sold, or interest that was used, pornography that was observed, a divorce that was issued which would dismember a previously united family, or dua that we give up on or da'wah that we throw in the towel for, or other things, you will find that at the heart of most of these things is something called isti'jal. Haste. A decision that was made in a hurry. What makes this topic even more important is that this value or trait of isti'jal, haste, has been hardwired inside of every human being. In other words, Allah Jalla جل Jalaluhu, when He created us, He dispositioned us, it is part of our fitra to some extent, to be hasty, to be in a rush. <coughs> Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, min ajal. Man was created of haste. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, wa kana ajula. Man was insanu Man, by his nature, he is hasty. What makes this topic, and we say this for the third time now, even more important and worthy of our attention, is that even the very finest of all creation, the prophets and the messengers, they were not completely spared of it. Haste affected some of them as well. Take, for example, the prophet of Allah, Adam, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Imam al-Qurtubi wrote in his tafsir on the authority of Sa'id ibn Jubayr and As-Suddi and others who said: "Lamma dakhal ar-ruh fi 'ayni Adam nazara ila thimar al-jannah." "Falamma dakhalat ila jawfihi ishtaha at-ta'am." "Fawathaba qabla an tablugh rijlihi 'ajlan ila thimar al-jannah." He said when Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala created Prophet Adam i.e., from clay And he blew into him from his soul. And the soul reached his eyes. Adam, alayhi salam, he saw the fruits of Jannah. And then when the soul began to reach his torso, his upper body, he became hungry. And so before the soul would reach his legs, he tried to get up. Why? The narrator said, rushing to get to the fruits of Jannah. So man by his nature, he is hasty. As for the Prophet of Allah, Musa alayhi salatu we can say something similar. This great Prophet who experienced three great stories with a great man called Al-Khadr, nicknamed Al-Khadr. Three stories is what he saw. They could have been more. But why weren't they any more? Our Prophet sallallahu said, it's because of haste. He said, رَحِمَ اللَّهُ مُوسَىٰ he said, may Allah have mercy on my brother Musa. If he was a bit more patient and he wasn't hasty, he would have learned even more from Al-Khadr so that he may teach us. Haste. As for the Prophet of Allah, Yunus alayhi salatu wassalam, he left his community after giving up on them prematurely. Before Allah Almighty had given the instruction, and so Allah would decree that a whale would swallow him in the middle of the ocean where he would spend the next couple of years of his life in distress. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would warn our own Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa from showing similar haste by saying to him, li Rabbik." Show patience towards the command of your Lord. وَلَا كَصَاحِبِ الْحُوْتِ and don't be like the man of the fish. Haste. And even our own beloved Nabi Muhammad وسلم, when he was being taught the Quran through Angel Jibreel, he was afraid of losing it. He was afraid of forgetting. He wanted to learn. So he would speak over the angel, repeating the Quran, not wanting to forget. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him, Wala bil Quran. Don't be hasty with the Quran. Don't rush with the Quran before the revelation is first completed, and just say, "My Lord, increase me in knowledge. My Lord increase me in knowledge." However, dear brothers and sisters, our religion is balanced, taking a middle path in everything, and the topic of haste is one of them. Our religion does not blame it or condemn it entirely, and it doesn't praise it entirely the religion takes a look at haste as it does with all other things and it may praise elements of it and condemn other elements of it so let us divide this next section of this reminder into these two headings haste istijal that is blameworthy and haste istijal that may be praiseworthy as for the first istijal that is Blameworthy, haste, being in a hurry in a way that Allah does not like. Being hasty in salah. salah. This may refer to a brother or sister who pecks his salah like a hen or a rooster, up and down, as if it's an acrobatic movement. Whether he is by himself or praying behind an imam, racing with the imam. This may, dear brother, dear sister, invalidate our salah because it is haste that is not allowed in the prayer. And that is why Bukhari narrates, on the authority of Abi Huraira that a man once came into the masjid, and he began to pray. When he finished, he went to the Prophet ﷺ and gave salam. Our Prophet ﷺ said to him, Wa alaykum Irja, fa salli fa tusalli. He responded to the greeting, then said, Go and repeat your prayer, you didn't pray. So the man, he went back, he repeated his prayer, he came to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa he gave salam, messenger said to him, irji' fa salli fa innaka lam tu go back, repeat your prayer, you didn't, you didn't pray. This happened three times. And on the third occasion, the man was just helpless. And he said, messenger of Allah, I swear, I don't know how to pray any better than this. So can you teach me please? So he gave him instructions. What did he say? He said, "Either Ida kumta illa salati fa kabbir. Tum marka thum makrat matayasrama kamina kurani. Thum marka hatata tuma inna rakya tummarfa hatata hatadila ka'ima. Thum masjud hatata tuma inna sajjida tummarfa hatata tuma inna ja alisa tummaf al da lika fi salatika kuliha. He said, My brother, when you come to pray, say Allahu Akbar and then recite what you can from the Quran and then he said to him bow and stay there until your body relaxes then get up and stand and stay there until your body relaxes then prostrate and stay there till your body relaxes then sit up and stay there till your body relaxes then do this all throughout your prayer haste in salah is not a haste that Allah loves and it may render the salah invalid In fact Imam al-Nasa'i narrates that the great companion Hudhaifah ibn al-Yaman once saw a man bowing on prostrating and Kana He was detracting from his salah Haste So Hudhaifah said to the man كَمْ لَكَ وَأَنْتَ هَذِهِ salah. How long my brother have you been praying in this manner? He said to him for 40 years he said to him, Ma sana. He said, My brother, I am sorry to say, you have not been praying for 40 years. He said, My brother, if you died praying like this, you would have died on a different way to the way of Prophet Muhammad. This is the first type of haste that comes under the category of blameworthy haste. Stajal Allah does not love. Number two, استعجال, haste when making dua. This takes two forms. One form of rushing with dua, dear brother, dear sister, is when you make dua against yourself, or against your family, or against your property. And if Allah Almighty responds to your dua, it will bring about consequences that will be later regretted. And I truly believe, that many of those illnesses and diseases and unexpected calamities that come our way or to our children is the direct product of a dua that we had once ignorantly made and it was misplaced due to anger or something like that. Muslim narrates on the authority of Jabir that the messenger sallallahu Alaihi was traveling with his companions. One man wanted his camel to stand up. He said to it, uh, He said to it, شَأْ Get up, O oh camel, may Allah curse you! Get up, you lazy camel! May Allah curse you! Astaghfirullah! And so the Prophet Muhammad said, la'inu Who was the one who just cursed his camel? The man said, it was me, O oh Messenger of Allah. He said, Inzil anhu fala Get down from your camel, and this camel will not join us because it has now been cursed. And then he said, He said, brothers, don't make dua against yourselves. Don't make dua against your families, your children. Don't make dua against your property. Lest your dua may coincide with a moment when Allah answers your dua. And then you will be in a state of regret. This is a form of haste, istijjal, when making dua. Another form of istijjal, haste when making dua is when you say, Ya Rab, I've made so much dua, where is the answer? And then dua will not be answered. Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, He said, Allah will continue answering your dua, giving you everything you want. As long as you are not hasty. By saying, I have made so much dua, but I don't see a response. We have spoken, dear brothers, dear sisters, about haste, isti'ajal, salah, Haste when making dua, take this number three. Haste when wanting to secure income, wanting to make money. This get-rich-quick culture is killing us, dear brothers and sisters. How else do we explain? People's turning to fraud or interest or smoke, cigarettes, pornography or any other alcoholic type based business. How do we understand this other than by saying this person is hasty? This person is rushing for his money, rushing for his risk that Allah Almighty has already written for him. So shaitan comes to us. And he turns our attention away from the doors of halal that are wide, masha'Allah, and open, masha'Allah. And he turns our eyes and places blinkers on our heads so that we see nothing but the dark and narrow, small doors of the haram. And convinces us, this is what will bring you comfort. This is what will bring you success. This is a form of isti'jal. Haste. And the Messenger ﷺ said, in one of the most profound hadith in this department, he said, as Abu Nuaym narrates in his Hilyatul Awliya on the authority of the companion Abu Umamat al-Ba'ili, that the Messenger ﷺ said, إِنَّ رُوحَ الْقُدُسِ نَفَثَ فِي رُوْعِي أَنَّ نَفْسًا لَن تَمُوتَ حَتَّى تَسْتَكْبِلَ رِزْقَهَا وَأَجَلَهَا فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَا وَأَجْمِلُهُ فِي الطَّلَبِ وَلَا يَحْمِلَنَّكُمُ اسْتِبِطَاءُ الرِّزْقِ أَن تَطْلُبُوهُ بِمَعْصِيَةِ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّمَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ لَا يُنَالُ إِلَّا بِطَاعَتِهِ Allahu Akbar He said, Angel jibril has blown into my soul revelation Saying to me that Allah has said No human being shall die Until he has first consumed his entire lifespan that Allah has written for him. And consumed his rizq, his provisions that Allah has written for him. Realize, footnote here. Two things are chasing you, dear brother, dear sister, in this life. They have to catch up with you before you die. Death and your rizq. Both of them will catch up with you. The money Allah has written for you is already there 50,000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth. It was written. Keep it halal, keep it pure. Allah has not limited you. Back to the hadith. Angel Jibril has blown into my soul, saying to me, nobody shall die. Only after he has completed his full life and his full rizq, provisions that Allah has written for him, he said, therefore, fear Allah and seek your money, your rizq, your provisions in a beautiful way. He said, And do not allow the delay in receiving your rizq, your provisions cause you to look for it in the haram. Because that which is with Allah can only be attained through his obedience. MashaAllah. May Allah Almighty allow us to purify our businesses and allow us to see that the haram is nothing but a door of istijal haste. We have mentioned examples of haste that is blameworthy. Haste in salah. Haste in dua. Haste when seeking your rizq, dear brother, dear sister. Another example, haste when wanting to see change in a person whom you have been advising to become better or haste when wanting to see change at the level of the ummah. And we hear some people saying, there's no hope. What is the point? I've tried so hard with him, with her. I've invited them to the masjid, gifted them with books, sent them YouTube lectures. What is the point? Where are we going as Muslims when the results are not favorable as we saw? What do we do? No hope. There's no point. What is this? This is haste. This is isti'jal. Wanting to do Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do things faster than what he has decreed for them. This is isti'jal, haste, that is blameworthy. And I never forget the words that were given to Khabbab ibn al-Arat. And you know Khabbab. A man who suffered so much at the hands of the pagans. There were holes in his back. You'd think he'd been shot by a machine gun if you saw his back. Because of how much he'd suffered at their hands for being a Muslim. He came to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, shakawna. إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه he said we went to the prophet sallallahu whilst he was leaning under the cave under the shade of the Kaaba using his cloak as a pillow nothing basics we said will you not make du'a for us will you not ask Allah to give us support against them can't you see what we're going through what did he say Listen to these words, dear brother, dear sister. He said, He said, In the past, there used to be people who would suffer. They would bring a person and dig for him a hole in the earth and then place him inside. What next? ثُمَّ يُؤْتَى بِالْمِنْشَارِ فَيُوضَعُ عَلَىٰ رَأْسِهِ فَيُجْعَلُ نِصْفَيْنِ And then they would bring a saw, place it in the middle of his head, and cut him from top to bottom until he falls into two pieces. What else? بِأَمْشَاطِ الْحَدِيدِ مَا دُونَ لَحْمِهِ وَعَظْمِهِ مَا يَصُدُّهُ ذَلِكَ And others, they would have... Iron combs used to remove their muscle and their fat from their body. And none of this would push them away from their religion. And then he said, Wallah, I swear by Allah. <laughs> He said, I swear by Allah, Allah is going to complete this religion. Until you see a man being able to travel from Sanaa, city in Yemen, to Hadramout, another city in Yemen, fearing nobody but Allah, meaning the whole path, the whole area will be for the Muslims. He said he will fear nobody but Allah, and maybe he will fear the wolf for his sheep. <coughs> but you are a people who are rushing. He said, You are in haste. You are rushing. This is another type of haste, dear brother, dear sister. Allah Jalla Jalaluhu does not want from us. Be patient with your wife, your husband, your daughter, your son, your neighbor, the da'wah, the ummah. Be patient. Meet Allah in a state of amal action. Don't say to him, I have given up the results. Don't concern you and I. The effort consorked. Concerns you and I. What is the plan for da'wah? What is the plan for your Akhirah, dear brother dear sister? These are four examples of haste, isti'jal that is blameworthy, but we said the religion is balanced It doesn't praise something entirely usually and it will not condemn something entirely So do we have examples of haste, isti'jal that is praiseworthy? Maybe we can conclude with this Example number one of isti'jal haste, that Allah loves rushing to do good deeds you hear of an opportunity to do good don't wait another second rush to it don't allow your neighbor to get there before you because Jannah is too beautiful and you have a Lord who was deserving and you have a life that is so short and diminishing and you have so many sincere competitors there's no time to delay and according to the book of Allah the greater the objective the greater the acceleration should be. So when Allah talks about dunya, the life of this world, Allah said, Famshu, walk. But when Allah speaks about salah, a notch higher, Allah says, Fasau, rush to it. But when Allah speaks about Jannah, He uses the terms Fastabiku, sariu, Sabiku, Race, Compete, Rush. But when Allah speaks about going to Himself, He says, Fafirru, flee to Him. Not every objective in life deserves the same effort. So make from today, dear brother, ya habibi, make your motto in life. I will rush to you, my Lord, so that you may be pleased. I will rush to you. This is an example of haste Allah loves. Rushing to do good deeds. Another example, hajj. If you have the means, ya akhi, to go to Morocco, to go to Cyprus, to go to Dubai, to go to Malaysia for whatever purpose, then you have the means to do your hajj. And he sallallahu would say in the hadith of Ibn Maja, من آراد الحج فليتعجل فإنه قد يمرض المريض وتضل الضالة وتعرض الحاج He said whoever of you intends to do hajj, rush and do it. Whoever intends to do hajj, rush and do it because you may fall ill, or you may lose your ride, or there may be a need of yours that becomes pressing after the khutbah look at the agencies providing hajj and don't delay akhi kareem if you have not done your hajj already that's a second example of haste Allah loves third giving people their rights what do you owe think about it squeeze your memory is it something material you owe like money or debt a wage or is it something immaterial that you owe, like an apology? Don't delay for another moment. Rush to that person say, I am sorry, here is your haq." That is haste, Allah loves. Muslim narrates on the authority of Uqba ibn al-Harith that the Messenger وسلم, was praying his Asr Salah. When he finished his prayer, he did something very unusual. He rushed into his home. The companions were shocked. He came back out, he saw them amazed. And he said to them, let me explain what happened. He said when I was praying I remembered that I have some gold in my house and so I didn't want it to spend another night in my home and so I commanded that it should be distributed between people rushing to give back people their rights Has it been a year? Has it been ten years? Go and offer the apology, go and offer the haq back to those who deserve it Rush to it, dear brother. That's a third example of haste Allah loves. Maybe one more, we will conclude with this. Isti'jal, haste that Allah loves so much is to rush and offer an apology to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Haste in repenting to him and not delaying another day. Have you heard he or she who says, I will change when I come back from hajj? Or I will change when I find work, inshaAllah. Or I will stop communicating in the haram or watching the haram or observing the haram inshallah when I get married. Or I will focus my life for the akhirah, the hereafter, when I retire inshallah Giving Allah the loose change of our time and the loose change of our money. This is a type of haste Allah loves, rushing to offer an apology to Allah, rushing to repent. And a person who delays his astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. A person who delays this is like a person who sees a tree in an awkward place and so he wants to remove it. He, he tries to remove it but he sees that the tree is firm, stuck in its place. He says, no problem, I will come back after a year and I will remove it. He comes back after a year and the tree is only stiffer in its place. Likewise, our habits, they're only solidifying. Life is only getting shorter. And Jannah is getting nearer, and so is the Hellfire. Don't delay, al Karim. The apology to Allah. Think about your business. Think about your habits. Think about your routine. What needs changing? Don't delay. Allah says, Allah." Allah will forgive these people, yamaluna abijahala. Those who commit sins because of ignorance. Min قريب Then they repent soon after Haste They repent soon after فأولئك يتوب الله عليهم These are the people Allah will forgive وكان الله عليما حكيم And Allah is knowing and wise Then Allah said وليست التوبة للذين يعملون السيئات but Allah will not accept the repentance of those people who commit sins. And they delay all the way until death arrives. And then he says, Allah, I, for- I repent now. Nor will Allah forgive those who die without Iman. These are five examples or four of haste that Allah hates and haste. Another four examples that Allah Almighty loves. We ask Allah Almighty to give us perspective and the correct understanding and to inspire us to apologize to Him.